The only thing that comes up in my brain is cut the crap, Hamlet. My biological clock is ticking and I want babies now. Thanks for joining the Escape With Me book club. Escape with me, Lizzie Sawyer. And me, Sam Reiner. Into our most recent read. Come with us as we evade reality, as we go into detail, into this soggy heap of scrambled eggs. We're gonna be covering it from beginning to end, cover to cover, so remember, there will be spoilers. The series really does take a turn for the what is happening to the why. So, it just, we, like- Why? What? And a lot of the plot points that come up would be okay if they weren't elementary schoolers. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. This, yes. Age them up. That's all I can say. I don't understand either. Just age them up. Good gravy. They're college students in my brain. They have to be. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I said, when I read this in middle school, they were high schoolers. But now that I'm an adult, they have to be college. But today we are returning to Japan to take a look at volumes 4 through 6 of Shuguchara. The English releases of these manga was between May 2008 to April 2009. The series continues to follow Amu Hinamori as she figures out who she's supposed to be. This time around, though, she's going to have to get along with the new queen and jack chair of the Guardians. With Easter ramping up their efforts, Amu losing her fourth egg and love in the air, how will Amu ever figure out who she really is? So fun fact, I looked at the back. The manga rating is 13 plus. They're elementary schoolers. I did not go back and look at one through three to see what their rating is. And we're in the first two minutes, so I don't think I can say the word. But I'm wondering if it's because of the revelation about Utah and Ikoto. It would have to be. Some good family loving there is all I'll say on that. Ooh, that's... We can say the word... Mm. In a couple of minutes and be fine. But in the first two minutes, YouTube gets bad at us. So yeah, we can just skip the judge of book by its cover because it's the same cover. It's Amu in a cute outfit. There's an egg and she holds up the number of the volume with her fingers. I like the first three covers better than I like these covers. I don't really care. I think she had more personality on those, but that's beside the point. The books are going to be bazonkers regardless. <laughs> and if you've made it this far, you know the books are bazonkers. It takes a really weird turn. The first three are Amu figuring herself out, but now she's become She's still the main character, but she's kind of the side character. Don't worry, I can help you figure yourself out. Yeah, she's kind of the side character who's helping other people figure themselves out and always giving that new age advice. So we can talk about the revelation of what the Jack and Queen card meant at the end of the third book. It means they're moving away and we get new ones and they kind of suck. And I, yeah, they kind of suck. The girl's okay in the fifth and sixth book book-ish. More in the sixth than the fifth when she actually figures herself out. Yeah. When Amu and her have that heart-to-heart. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk right now about the boys in this school. What is their problem? I don't know. Every time something's like, how dare you have a personality? How dare you have a support system? How dare you have interest? That makes you less attractive. Everything they were saying was so toxic. Ew. Like, Amu 
was less attractive because she has friends that are girls now. Rima was number one attractive until she was like, I have interest. And then all the boys were like, what? You can't have interest. That makes you less attractive. What is wrong with these people? I'm just really confused. I think that's just these boys being atrocious. And I didn't understand how they were doing the second contest where it's the most attractive girl and Amu walks in, grabs a bag and looks at them and then suddenly they realize the ills of their ways. I think it was they already knew. They were just like, oh, we were caught. Yeah, because they were like, oh my gosh, why was she staring at us? We weren't doing anything wrong. And then they look at each other and they're like, let's go home. Except we were and we know it. (laughs) That pop boy, the worst. Oh my gosh. But hey, now we know. I know this was forever ago, but when we talked about Swindle and who was doing the ratings, clearly the boys meet after school and have a rating system. So they know who the second most attractive girl in school is. Oh my goodness. Just everything that involved that plot line. I was like, what is wrong with these people? Oh my gosh. So yeah, Rima is the worst. I don't know. She's kind of the worst in a cool way in that she challenges Amu a little bit and kind of pushes her. Obviously, she makes her feel insecure, but then Amu has to think about, hey, she's being herself and people aren't liking her for it, but that's okay because she's being herself. And so she has to think about that herself. The new Jack chair, Kyrie? The spy. He's a fourth grader. I call him class president a lot, and so I was just planning on calling him class president. Oh my gosh, I love in the end where they're like, class president, class president. He's like, why are you calling me class president? And at the very end, he's like, oh, I have to go back to my other school. I'm the class president. And they're all like, I knew it. Well, <laughs> that was a good payout. Oh, speaking of which, we didn't know this in the first episode when we were talking about it, but you figured it out at the end. The reason everyone calls to die Prince is apparently that's the title for the most handsome boy in school. So he's Prince because he's hot. Yeah. But they don't call Rima or Amu princess. Is it male exclusive? Yeah, because that's a female thing. The girls in the school pick the hottest guys and call them prince or king or the princes. That's a common trope, whereas the guys don't do that. No, they have secret lists. They have secret lists. That's also hardcore a trope in anime in manga. And it's bad when they do it, but when everyone announces it to Tadashi's face, even though he's like, please stop. I am not a prince, I am an emperor! I am the king! The girls very openly do it and they have little fan clubs and stuff and the guys are usually very objectifying about it, whereas the girls are like, oh, he's so cool. And usually the princely character, he's either the hottest guy or he's the guy with the highest grades. He's one of those two, or he's both. Probably both. So it feels a little less objectifying. It's not fair by any means. (laughs) Yeah. And it also makes me wonder who is sitting down and making this list. They had to have sat down to be like, he's Prince. It's him. The girls collectively got together or there was a collective rumor that went around and they were like, yes, this one, this is the one. Or someone just started calling him Prince and then everyone just falls in line. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, so class president and Prince. (laughs) Class president is a fourth grader and that's weird. I'm really so sad that Kuke graduates. He's my favorite. He's a good character. And you see that. You see how amazing he is when the new queen and Jack chair are being terrible and he just shows up. He's like, hey, Amu. He's like, you don't feel well. We're going to go on a jog. And he like talks about her feelings and understands her and is supportive and gives her good advice. And they're so cute. He's so 
great and I love him so much. And he has a sporty side, which would get along with her sporty side, but he accepts her for all of her, not this stupid amulet heart that is still happening on Tadashi's side. Oh, well, you know she's gonna end up with mystery guy that's secretly the quote-unquote twin of her best friend. Oh my gosh, that... Mm, I mean, I love that trope. That's another common trope. Oh, I'm a boy, I've had to pretend to be a girl, or oh, I'm a girl who has to pretend to be a boy. That, that's a common trope. They're elementary schoolers. I mean that, but also it just gets a point where it's too many. We've had the tropes. We are troped out. Please cease and desist. I liked Gordon Host Club who was like, hey, here are all the boys and we'll introduce them as they go along. But this one's, here's a boy. Here's a boy. Here's a boy. That's also, here's a boy. That boy too. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. We get it. I don't like any of you. I just want Kuke. Okay, so that one and the class president being like, I'm going to say it, Prince, if you're not, I love you, Amu. I'm going to become a better man for you. And I'm like, you're in fourth grade. I know in like 10 years, it won't matter nearly as much. I kept thinking that in that scene. I was like, oh, God, they're elementary schoolers. Why? At least that one felt a little age appropriate, though. He was like, I love you and I'll be a better man for you. I'm like, I could believe that. But like some of the others. I mean, I thought it was cute. It was kind of like a good for you, man. Good for you. Good luck with that. But it's still... Okay, so there's this formula, right? Mm -hmm. The formula is if you're dating someone younger than you, when is it creepy? And it's like half of your age. Plus seven. Plus seven. You can't do that with elementary schoolers because it's all weird. Like if you're not the same age, it's weird. It's oh, she's in sixth grade and then there's there's fourth grade. And that's a 12 and a 10 year old. That's weird. Uh, (laughs) It'll be less creepy when they're all... (laughs) Yeah, like I said, when she's 20 and he... Okay, that's a little... It's still a better play. (laughs) When she's 22 and he's 20, it'll be fine, but not right now. Why is he a fourth grader? Why couldn't they have made him a fifth grader? Why are any of them in elementary school? Okay, so the cat dude, right? Oh my gosh. Right, he still has his egg, but he's clearly much older than them, which begs the question, when do you lose your egg? Because there has to hit a point where it's no longer a thing. I don't know, because none of the adults have them. I'm wondering if it's like a Timmy Turner situation. Like you turn 18, you become the person or you don't. Or if because they have their eggs now, that they always have them. Maybe the eggs merge with their heart. Yeah. So there's this magical sparkly thing and it's like, oh, you will forever have the potential to become these things, but it's not set in stone. I don't like saying the potential to have these things. You'll always have the dream to become these things. You know, these will always be part of your personality. Which, once again... Yeah, yeah. The eggs are definitely part of personality. I derive that from the girl who has the baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is part of her personality. That's not potential. That is personality. Yeah, and you were right. It's because she has a new sibling and now she's upset that all the attention isn't on her. And I guess there is like a moment of character development question mark. Sort of. With the doctor trope and the sick baby, which just begs the question, why in the world are the parents leaving this elementary school child with the care of an infant. Okay, that whole book, this is the sixth book we're talking about now. We're not going in any kind of order at all just because it's so (gasps) weird and there's not really a train of thought in any of these books, honestly. No. This isn't the sixth book. I thought it was the fifth. It escalates very quickly. You find out that the parents have left the baby with the elementary schooler and then you find out that Anu, as a preschooler, was left alone with the baby when she was growing up. Yeah, and so she like suddenly becomes good at babies. Because she was left alone with a baby and then you find out that not only did these parents 
leave this elementary schooler alone with the baby. They have turned their phones off. Oh my gosh. And then later in the book, the current baby preschooler that is Anu's sister is alone by herself twice at least, if not more, which I think she was left alone with the first three books too, kind of glossed over it a little bit. Yes, they played interrogation. The only thing I'm giving that is technically she was being supervised by the character hearts, but you can tell in this book they do not have any control. No, we're not in a good place. Yeah, somebody should be babysitting Yaya. Why is she babysitting an infant? But yeah, I also, a little part of me really likes how in the end the character development isn't, oh, I need to grow up. It's, oh, I need to become even more of a baby. <laughs> Turn that on its head. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're, I don't like you. <laughs> Could you move away? What is the point of you? Apparently the only female friend, because her best friend is actually a dude, crushing on her, but when is that going to happen? She becomes friends with the new queen. Rima. I call her Rima, but it might be like Rima. It's like R-I-M-A. So I keep saying Rima, but it might be Rima. I don't know. No clue. But yeah. The comedian whose parents are trash. But yeah, like I was saying earlier, Amu goes from being the main character to being a therapist. Real quick, too. Like... (gasps) girl because she's figuring out Rima's problems and then she's figuring out Kyrie's problems and then she's figuring out Yuda's problems and then okay so it's talking about Yuda but actually talking about her older brother who she's in love with romantically and has been did you catch the bit where the prince is talking about being friends with them when he was little yeah and she was in love with him and they're fighting over who's gonna play with what's his face and she actively says today's the day we're going to do it yeah and he was like what is it and I'm like there is no way she didn't say something that level of creepy to her parents at some point in time where are their parents she is now a pop idol and we have not seen a parent once <laughs> where's my parent <laughs> she needs therapy yes yeah she does she needs therapy pretty hardcore there are a lot of cute stories about kids being too young and not understanding stuff like I knew a second grader who had a sibling in kindergarten and he thought he was going to get to marry her because not in a sexual way but literally he's just like oh you marry a person you love I love my little sister like obviously he grows out of that when he realized what marriages is but it's like kids do that not teenagers <laughs> why why did they do this the whole host of what is going on here that's mainly where the why comes in because before it's like what is happening what eggs what personalities what but now you just thought like why why are we here why did we get here why did we have to add that layer of this <laughs> where are we right now <laughs> what is what is happening or why i have no longer have any understanding about what is happening at this moment in time i I'm very concerned for the well-being of everybody involved. Yep. Except Tadashi. He can shove it. I still don't like him. Don't know what's happening. Okay, I will say for his backstory, I do like how he was friends with Yuta and Ikoto before. And he apparently stole the key. Not surprised. And the key apparently also has the power to allow people to character transform before they're ready. And then all three books lead up to this moment because Amu gets a fourth egg. She has having a bad experience with the Jack and Queen chair. So it becomes an X egg. And while it's an X egg, it leaves her and finds Yuta. And so Yuta starts using the X egg. And so she slowly loses both of her. She has two, an angel and a devil. She loses the angel and then she loses the devil. And the angel goes to Amu very, very quickly. Oh, I love the whole, I'm kidnapped. You have kidnapped me. And they're like, who are you? Where did you come from? Um, no, that is not what is happening here. <laughs> 
but Amu's able to transform with the angel egg and then later on she transforms in the devil egg and it builds up to this big moment and then Amu just plays therapist yep. <laughs> and she's like Yuta you're better than this and Yuta's like I am better than this and then she gets her two eggs back and Amu gets her diamond egg and diamond eggs like I'm your potential but you haven't seen what your potential is yet so I'm gonna go back into hiding which further proves my point Tadashi does not love her because apparently that's not her true self diamonds her true self but she doesn't know what that self is yet so if he's in love with amulet heart he doesn't love her I still think it's pieces of personality that are in oneself so I mean heart is part of her yes it's just not all of her. So he's only in love with one part of her personality. And he even buys her a barrette because it's like, oh, it reminds me of Amulet Heart. It's like, dude. And it was really cute up into the point where he's like, yeah, it looks like Amulet Heart. And everything was like, oh, that, oh. And everybody caught on to that. We were all like, dude, dude, my guy. Even when Amu's like, come on, really? <laughs> and then Kyrie is actually pulling a cute when he's like stalking them and buys the handbag that she likes. Yes. And then and Tadashi gets jealous because she shows Kairi's like, hey, I really like this bag. And look, I've decorated it. Tadashi's like, oh. Whatever, dude. Whatever. You had your chance. Aww. <laughs> Does she like the other guy better? Because he gets her? He's not a pretentious prick. Doesn't only love one singular part of her personality. And his personality really isn't that great. No. Every time he does anything kingly, I'm like, you've got problems. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> At least Rima's makes sense. And then it's like, oh, I want to make people laugh because I I've heard. And Kuke is like, oh, I want to be athletic and cheer people on and be an inspiration. And all of the other ones are so good. And then there's him. And he's like, I just want to be a narcissist. All of them are so good. But Yaya. Oh my gosh, yes. I stand by it. Why? Don't know. This is not helpful. I mean, it's, it's a valid personality trait at that age. I get it. I understand where this character came from, but all of those characters need therapy. Yeah. Like, age regression is a valid thing, and a lot of people use it for therapy, but she, she did. I feel like some of these kids, when they're older, so that thing where your mental age stops at the moment where you have the most amount of trauma in your life, yeah, or that large traumatic experience in your life, and your brain is just like, nope, we're done. We're gonna stop right here. Right here. Yep. Elementary school is not a great place to have that happen. No, it's all gonna be fine. It's fine. She has amulet clover. It's fine. We still don't actually know what Sue's superpower is, but apparently it's friendship. Crafting. Yeah, crafting. Which I thought was spades. I thought spades was crafting and clovers was cooking. Right? But no, apparently clovers is crafting. And I'm like, ah, ooh. Apparently crafting isn't art. Is spade like refined? and cultured and clover is homemaker homemaker i don't know you know kind of like warm and welcoming and kind of bubbly feeling whereas the spade is like cultured and sophisticated and those kind of personality traits versus heart which is bouncy and outgoing and extroverted i don't know i was personally insulted that crafting was not viewed as art but okay go off crafting i do the crafts oh my gosh yeah i I thought that was weird that that wasn't spade as well. Sue's powers right now is still friendship, basically. Happy, warm feelings of love and kindness. So it'll be fun. 
fine. Sue's there. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what the key and lock is building up to. Still. I haven't read past this point. A lot of this is new. I mean, if it's anything like Ghostbusters. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. 13 plus, okay? Not 18. I know. <laughs> yeah, Ikoto stole it for some reason, and now he has it. Kissing. It leads to kissing. The ice cream scene made me uncomfortable. Uh, just, no. <laughs> Why? It was gross. He straight up's like, She's 12. I'm going to uh, eat your ice cream, <laughs> and then Amu, and I'm like, no. harassment and very gross and the 12 year old does not understand what you just said but I did why am I here <laughs> what is happening why why do I have to watch this <laughs> what is going on oh gosh yeah and then you find out that it's like the sisters sexually harassing him and I'm like you guys a little bit deserve each other there okay um but why you could have just been friends growing up and now no no, can't have that. I guess they were making it so it's like they can't get together. But it's just, it's, it's, Utah also needs some very deep therapy. Oh my gosh. But yeah, all three books, this is like the Diamond trilogy, I guess, build up to this fight and that doesn't really happen. And then also something about instead of using the pop idol, they decide to make her go underground so they can pass around the CD, which by the way, I actually do kind of love the marketing for it, making it into the whole, you have to listen to it and give it to somebody in seven days or bad luck will happen. But if you do it, you're going to get your soulmate. And then as soon as the guardians were like this is contraband i was actually surprised how many they got back because as soon as they were like this is contraband i'm like well everyone's gonna listen to that now they got so many because everybody else had already listened to it <laughs> so, you know they've listened to it and, you know but i well i have to give it to someone before seven days anyway they have to give it to somebody oh hey. here we go oh my gosh yeah that was really surprising it was like hey we should do this and then there was like a page of them actually collecting them and i'm like shocked <laughs> actually shocked biggest plot twist in this book they listened oh my gosh cd making is so expensive they weren't making they were squishing x eggs which is another that's different just a completely other thing and the lyrics for the songs are always bad pop songs in general tend to have once you just read the lyrics you're like what the crap and it makes sense in context but if all you're gonna do is read it so the stupid egg thing and then the plot goes to okay so we've had this cd but now we have a master cd dun, dun, dun. that we're going to la for and somehow the airways is like i don't i what and apparently the whatever egg everyone's actually looking for is in japan they see it three times so why are you going to la oh it's in town i mean the embryo appears to pop up every time there's an issue so just make an issue fix the issue and then catch it. Yeah, apparently only Tadashi. She's like, hey, that's a pretty egg. 
I wonder if it's the embryo. Probably. Next scene. Great job, Tadashi. Really doing your job here. You're doing a wonderful job. It appears your brother did better, is still doing better. I bet you have some inferiority issues that stem from that. Yeah, I think that's why he's king. Between Okoto and his brother. Or is it confirmed that it's brother? I don't remember. The director? Yeah, that's his brother. Okay. They've stated it a couple of times now. I'm sure that's why he has the king thing, but that's not a great personality. I'm just saying. That sounds tiring. (laughs) Imagine being married to that. Ew. On a side note, Amu should actually become a therapist. She should become a child's therapist. If that's the track her life took, I think that would be great. She's clearly doing good work here. That's her true self. That's what Diamond actually is. Child therapist. Except it's apparently a pop star? Question mark? I, just, I don't know. Diamond at the end untransformed from X-Diamond and was just like generic character egg. Yeah, but she did a character transform with the un-X-Diamond and it was a pop star. And I'm like, but, 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 okay. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. All of that was weird. All oh, that was weird. And it was kind of cool because it was like everyone was transforming. But now what? Everyone's transformed. We've seen what they do. Can't use that as a big thing anymore. And I honestly don't know where the series goes from here. We have six more volumes. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Probably a whole lot of side stories we don't need. Yeah. I wonder if class president shows back up. I'm sure he does. He has to. Oh, I'm sure he does. It's like how what's his her face has to show back up. And at the end of the sixth, they even straight up, the little sister's like, oh yeah, the boy with long hair. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is canon. This wasn't just a little Christmas special in this random magazine like you said it was. She only has five love interests, but the way they introduce them is so tedious. It feels like way more than it actually is. They all have to have their introduction and then they all have to have their cute moments and then they all have to keep popping up to remind us that they exist. And then Amu needs to worry about, oh my gosh, I like too many boys you know, like a 12-year-old does. I mean, they do. They do. It's that whole thing where it's like, I need to think, is it okay that I like more than one boy? You're 12. Yes, that's fine. What if that's not true love? It is like, dude, yeah, you're 12. And it's not. My guarantee you, sweetheart. It's not. Your personality is going to change a lot. Yeah. Several times. (laughs) It's frustrating. That is what teenage age is all about. It's about trying everything, seeing what sticks, (laughs) and moving Moving on. But yeah, looking at the, it's only five, but it's so tedious. I'm so tired. I don't care. It is a love pentagon and no. And I'm sure they're going to add more. What happens when they graduate? Okay, I actually have a question. So Kuke graduates, right? And he's like, oh, I don't know what sports teams I want to join, blah, 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 blah. But he keeps his egg. Are there guardians in middle school or is he just useless now? No clue. I have no idea. Because she's in sixth grade. There's no way in the next six novels that she doesn't gra- she doesn't graduate elementary school. What the heck? She has to. Are there guardians in middle school? How does that even work? Mm. How is Japan set up? There is middle school, right? Japanese school system primary consists of six-year elementary school, three-year junior high, and three-year high school, followed by two to three junior high or four-year colleges. Education lasts nine years through elementary school and junior high. So yeah, there's a junior high that he's going to go to. Honestly, why are we allowing elementary schools to do this? We should have high schoolers do this. At least they can go out at night and not get in trouble. (laughs) Why are we allowing all of this to be elementary schoolers? First king, you set this 
up. This is your fault. Where's his ex egg? There we go. That proof. Adults don't have ex eggs because he doesn't have an ex egg, but he was the first king, so he had to have. They're not ex eggs. The ex eggs are the bad ones. Sorry. Character egg. There you go. He had to have had a character egg to be the first king, but he doesn't have a character egg anymore. And now he's an adult. That we are aware of. That we are aware of. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he probably doesn't, though. I love how he just shows up at the end to be like, oh, we were all going to look at the stars. This is a totally normal thing. And then all the parents were like, what? I just love that. It was like, the guardians, this is all the guardians' fault. And he just pops up with a telescope like, are you here for the meteor shower? I heard my name. And there's no way that for something like that for a school that they wouldn't need to get signed permission slips from the parents. There's no way they just show up and the parents are like, why didn't you tell me about this? No. Incorrect. But okay. That could have been interesting for people to be like, the guardians are bad, but we can't have that. We have to build up to the Yuda fight just so Yuda and Amu can continue to be rivals. Can we also talk about how they look basically the same because it's black and white? They do look the same. And I know she has pink hair and Yuda has blonde hair, but they look the same. You know, I honestly can't tell. There's no telling. I don't know what's going to happen with them. They're still rivals. Kodo still is... I don't even know if he has a thing for Amu as much as he just wants to mess with Tadashi. Because the first three books set up where it's like a Kodo could be a love interest. And then in this book, he's just straight up messing with Tadashi all of the time. And it's like, I don't know what's happening, but can we just not with y'all? Kuke. Like, yay, good for y'all. Please stop. Oh my gosh. But yeah, the plan is so dumb with the manager. Instead of using our already famous pop star, we're going to make her go underground and make these CDs and then spread them and then make an even better CD so we don't even need CDs anymore, but we're gonna go to LA with our underground pop person who isn't that famous if you're underground, but no one figures out the underground artist sounds exactly like the famous pop star. Magic of editing. Oh my gosh. That was so dumb. And then at the end, the manager's just like, well, I almost died in a helicopter crash. Guess I have to quit Easter. I'm gonna start my own recording studio. These children saved me. I guess I'm good now. I do like how her and the previously evil guy are exes and they look like they're about to get back together. That's actually really cute. I like that. But yeah, the plan was dumb. They're all dumb. I don't understand what's happening. But where do we go from here? We've lost our two main villains that have been introduced to us. I guess Yuta's no longer in Easter. Where do we go from here? We would have to introduce so many more characters and I'm worried it's going to be more love and I'm tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I have no idea where the series is going. So that's something to look forward to. Or the dread. <laughs> Just internal dread. External dread. But also really interested. This series is insane. I don't understand what's happening. And I really want to kind of see the anime. So I wonder how closely. It's not very. Oh. I've watched a couple episodes. So that's basically the plot. It's sort of, yeah. Rima seems really interesting. I wish they would go more into why she was almost kidnapped. Because she's purdy. Also, her parents are not great. No, they're super not. They really need to get a divorce. Yikes, guys. 
other than that, let's see, whatever notes do I have? Yeah, I've basically covered all of my thoughts. Yeah, I covered all of mine as well. Okay, general thoughts. It feels less zany than the first three, in a way. Because now we don't know what's going on. And beside the couple of surprises where you're just like, what? <laughs> but for the most part, it's like, we know what's happening. Character transformation, X eggs. So it's less zany because we understand what's happening. Barely. It's still pretty zanely and pretty out there and still very what. <laughs> but if you had to pick between reading the first three and then picking these three, I would pick the first three. I mean, other than the fact that I would have no context if I picked the last three that we just read. <laughs> yeah, I'd pick the first three too. There was some Something special. I don't know. Amu was doing her thing. They're not bad. I don't know. I liked Amu being the actual main character and figuring her stuff out and then fun beach trip. That stuff. That was fun. Where this one felt more, like I said, Amu take a step back. We have to go through Rima's trauma and we have to go through Kairi's trauma and we have to go to Yuta's trauma. And now we're going to touch on Yaya and Tadashi's trauma. It's just meh. But what if I don't want to touch on their trauma? I have my own trauma. <laughs> Yeah, there's a point where Amu's like, I don't know who I am or what I'm doing, but it's very backseat. Even the fact that her diamond egg got stolen is backseat. She doesn't even tell them until like... Book five? They do nothing about that. It's hardly mentioned at all. What diamond egg? I never had a diamond egg. Oh wait, that diamond egg? Where did I get this angel egg from? Yeah. And she keeps being like, oh, I need to tell you guys, but then she doesn't. Doesn't she tell Kuke and then never tells the rest of the club? I don't remember. I think she does because I think they fight X-Diamond. It was... Yeah, yeah. I'm curious what the next three will bring. I don't know. More random side story that is not needed at all by any means. Yeah, I'm worried it is that and it just kind of gets bloated at this point. That's the other thing. When we went over people's traumas in the first three books, it was like the ballet girl and then there was also the one that was moving and those were so relatable. And I guess Yaya's was a little relatable, but it was more cliche. The first three felt more magical, girl. Yeah. These just felt like chores. And tropes. Yeah. They don't follow the same build. They're not the same build. Yeah, and this is gonna sound counterintuitive, but weirdly enough, the first three felt more grounded. Yes, they did. And that made them more relatable. So it's still like magic girl crazy, but it's magical girl. It's like classic magical girl yeah. baseline stuff and then the next three they were like yeah but not anymore yeah and that was the thing it was like the nice little side episodes like they wrapped up they were like okay we have an episode we've done the thing we can do it and I don't know even when you deal with like Rima's trauma and Kyrie's trauma and Yaya's it's the core team and they never actually develop into anything except for the class president who leaves and I guess Rima is gonna be a little bit less of a jerk question mark yeah and in the first three i like the monster of the day-esque vibe that it got yeah because a lot of magical girls and like not even just magical girls a lot of shows that are like this with people with powers it's like yeah monster of the day and then we have the main villain right and then we have subplot lines with the main villain for a bit and then the main villain big bad fight thing or we get very main villain heavy but we still have monster of the day <laughs> the first three are very monster of the day and then we get very uh I don't know. We're going to hang out with this person over here for a bit. There's not really a monster of the day. We're just going to hang out. Yeah. Because I mean, other shows 
monsters monster of the day, but then we build plot and background with these characters while we monster of the day. Or it has to do with monster of the day. Yeah. And he just spends so much time with Easter in this one. And the plan is stupid. Stupid CDs. We don't even, though. There's big swaths of these books where Easter's not even mentioned. Problems. We don't have those. We're just focused on this one character right here. Yeah. And like I said, it just feels very cliche because I like the, oh, I have to travel somewhere and learn a new language. Oh, I have to be the best. That feels really relatable. So even if you're not Amu and relating to her, you can relate to that. But Yaya's thing has been done in every family friendly movie, TV show, whatever. Like, oh my gosh, I hate my little sibling. Oh, but they're sick. So we go to the doctor and now I love you. There's a whole flipping movie called The Labyrinth. Yes. About not liking your younger sibling. Just saying. Yeah. And it's just that felt less relatable than if they had done something more grounded. And it was like, this is how you can be a big sibling. But I don't know. Something with a parent. Straight up. They should be giving Yaya some more attention. Clearly. Me. One question for the author. What is even happening? What's happening? What's going on? (laughs) Where are you getting these ideas? I honestly would have loved to been a fly on the wall for sitting down these two coming up with a plot and brainstorming ideas and then deciding which ideas stay i would be very interested in those conversations what's your question said why i don't have one i don't know what's going on oh it's happening why it's like when you're in class and the teacher's like does anyone have questions and you know you don't understand the material but you don't understand it to a point where you can't even begin to ask questions so rating it's a question mark out of 10 i don't even know I don't know what to rate this. I have so many things where I'm like, this is a two, I hate it. And then there are things where I'm like, this is an eight, this is hilarious, this is funny, this is fun. And then I just come back, I'm like, maybe it's a five? Do we balance this out? I have the perfect rating for this, okay? So this is probably like right up your alley. You ever tried to fry an egg? Yeah. Okay, so you know when you fail at frying an egg and it turns into scrambled eggs? You say failure, I say success. Yes. Yeah, but you failed at what you were attempting to do, so you made something else instead. Yeah. The same stuff. That's why I'm hating. It went from a fried egg to a scrambled egg very quickly because it stuck to the pan and you kind of panicked a little bit and you're like, oh no, I guess it's scrambled eggs now. This is throwing me back to really young Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode. <laughs> Donatello is making eggs and he was meant to do sunny side up and then he messes it up and he's like, oh, guess we're doing scrambled and all the other characters are like, we always do scrambled. I guess we're doing scrambled. That is where my mind went. Yeah, well, you left me to make the eggs, so... <laughs> Clearly, guys, one of you needs to try this. Not working out for me. Would you read it again? I put yes, but honestly, I don't know. I think it depends where it goes from here. I got no clue, man. I I, mm. I really enjoy the first three because it's just peak classic magical girl insanity. And how many other ones can you... We went through. It's like, how many other manga have eggs as your personality? We went through, I think we found like three, maybe. Oh, I found that manga the other day that I was telling you about that's also kids in elementary school and it's also magical girl based but it's little Sherlock Home Detectives. Oh dude. I found it. That sounds cool. I also found the one that's each kid has a magical power. I will send them to you. That sounds cool actually. We might do that. Anything else? It's gonna be a shorter episode if I can't help it. It is what it is. It was actually very straightforward. Yeah. For magical girl. If someone's read the manga they'll know. Thanks for exploring Shugu Chara with us. If you like the video hit like 
like. And if you're enjoying yourself, hit subscribe for more. You can keep up to date with us by checking us out on TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram. And you can help support our podcast by checking us out on Patreon, where for just $1 a month, you can get access to our bonus episodes, where we look at the movie adaptations to some of your favorite books. This month, we continue our Harry Potter series with Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix. Join us next time when we will be discussing The Starlet and the Spy by Jimin Lee. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I'm Sam Reiner. And I'm Lizzie Sawyer. And we hope to see you and a friend here next time.